magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Touch Arcade Show. Uh, yeah, cool, whatever. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Touch Arcade Show episode number. I'm looking that up right now because I forgot to. I think it's like 507. 507! I called it. Touch Arcade Show number 507. Uh, continuing in my journey of being out of my mind, tired, and exhausted from having kids, which Eli helpfully informed me was my own fault. Yeah, I mean... It was. <laughs> it's it is. And yeah, this was a I mean, we tried to have this second kid. Well, really Imagine did. how silly <laughs> we feel now. Uh, you really fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, like the I've made a huge mistake, uh arrested development gif just playing on loop all the time. Man, so you know, um <clears throat> something I just thought of we were talking about McDonald's packaging uh before we started mm-hmm. recording and um a podcast I listened to, one of the guys uh, has been a, uh, he decided he was going to do 2021 as a vegetarian. And mm-hmm. um, he was talking about um, the kind of like different, uh, like weird propaganda you come across, like in the mm-hmm. world of kind of like vegetarian, you know, like anti-meat stuff, right? Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things was like, uh, envisioning like how many souls you're eating with each meal. Yeah. And like, after I started thinking about that, like it kind of is like stuck in my head of like, when you're eating a McNugget, you're eating, oh, man. You, like imagine how many chicken individual chickens needed to die to make that one McNugget yeah. with like the weird, like meat the weird slurry. chicken paste. Yeah. I mean, like really, I, I would, it would be interesting if you were going to figure out like how many, how many animals died per meal of yours mm-hmm. uh, what could a possibly, 20 piece nugget has to be in the thousands <laughs> for real like what could possibly top a mc like a 20 piece nugget i don't know i don't know like, maybe yeah, like imagine a, a really dodgy burger grind maybe but even that seems like yeah yeah no i think hot dogs probably takes it hot dogs maybe but like think of oh yeah hot dogs for sure think of how powerful you would be though how many <laughs> souls you've consumed from one just one mcnugget uh, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I I feed off souls. I'm probably That's fueled by fuel. the souls of millions of chickens at by 38 mm-hmm. now. Imagine yeah. how many nuggets I've eaten in my life. I wish I wish when you die, you got like a like a game over screen with your stats. <laughs> yes, stats. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you could just scroll through yeah. and be like, "Wow, I ate eighty seven thousand nuggets in my life. That's cool." <laughs> How many shits did I take in my whole <laughs> life? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. See, that's the so kind of stuff. So we should come up with that. That's the next app breakthrough market. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I want in Apple's Death health stats. app. Is, is those stats that mean yeah. something to me. None of this yeah. like pesky like body weight and blood sugar stuff. Like, who cares about I don't about care that? what my heart rate is, Apple. Track my poops. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, any, any pressing matters you want to get off your chest before we jump into, uh, we just have a couple things to talk about. This I have week, some, but, actually um, have some, did you, did you update to iOS 15? I have a few grievances. Yeah. Let's get those out. Um, so I was, remember I was all excited last time about, um, the ability to pin messages in iOS 15. It didn't, doesn't yeah. actually work how I thought it does, or I don't know if I'm just too stupid to figure it out or. Hmm. whatever okay. it, like it seems like it tries to do things like automatically so it like oh, shows right. up in the apps that you would use it i don't i don't know i can't really figure mm-hmm. out like where the things that you're like saving or are getting are going which mm-hmm. uh, maybe i'm just dumb mm-hmm. i don't know i'm always yeah always willing to concede that but um the number one thing that i don't like about ios 15 is the way that they handled this like new change to the do not disturb mode by shifting it to focus mode. I've, I've seen a lot of talk about that. Yeah, so this is awful. So, um, and I feel like they, they have to be like doing a patch on this like quickly, right? Because, mm-hmm. so the the way it worked before, you know, is you, I, I think you only had two settings, right? It was like, do not disturb on or off. And there was like global settings 
for how you want your phone to behave when you have do not disturb mode on, which would be like, do you want to mute all notifications or do you mm-hmm. want notifications to come through when your phone's like unlocked and open or mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think that was pretty much it before like those you know that that was like, I have to fully admit I don't never use do not disturb because every time I tried to use it I feel like it didn't work like I thought it would oh really and so, I would still get notifications and I was like that's not what I so I just like never figured it out oh, and never see, it. I think the normal use case is like you turn on you just have the do not disturb thing set up for like when you're sleeping, you know, so it just turns out automatically from like, Oh for really? Me, like I think like midnight to 8am or something like that. I just, just, well, I only ever really cared when we were, we would record videos direct from the phone and you wouldn't want your alerts coming down yeah. and like ruining a video capture or whatever. Well, are and you I a, could never get it to work right. I, I always would end up like turning on airplane mode. So it doesn't bug instead. you when your phone's like buzzing in the middle of the night. Like you get some like random dumbass alert from like an email or something stupid like that. That doesn't. No, matter. it doesn't even like wake me up. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I I, find, I just find that to be annoying. Um, yeah, I guess. But I have, um, you know, we have uh, IKEA Malm side tables, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know are basically made of like veneered cardboard. So I feel like when they make a really good vibrating. Yeah, like noise. you get like a really good like resonating vibrating noise when the phone yeah. buzzes on one of those. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but so, yeah, before it was a, a just a binary, like on or off kind of thing. No notifications mm-hmm. came through. I actually think, mm-hmm. well, I think there was some functionality, which I never explored myself, where it was like you could set up like a list of people that you wanted. Like if they called you when your phone was on, do not yeah. disturb, like your phone would still ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or And I think there was functionality where like if someone called you twice quickly, like mm-hmm. called you and then hang up and then called you again and they weren't on your list, it would come through. But I think that was about it. I think that was all it did before. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um so they've replaced, kind of sort of replaced slash supplemented that functionality, this new focus mode thing, which like originally mm-hmm. seemed pretty cool where it was like, this is where we do like the notification digest thing and, and everything else. But um, and I when I was reading about that originally, I thought that was in addition to the do not disturb mode. It was like you can you know have old school do not yeah. disturb, but if you want these like additional levels of granularity like you can set up like different well, I, I think that the idea of the focus mode too was like you set up profiles for different parts of the day yes. so that you could be like oh from eight to five i'm working so i only want these types of messages yeah, to come yeah. through i want other stuff to be blocked but from five to eight i'm in party mode and i just want friends stuff to come through or yeah, you know yeah. whatever yeah like, like um, which so, i think is a cool idea on the surface yeah so, so like for instance like you could set it up so like you know, like nine to five or whatever hours you work, like you don't get notifications of like new podcasts or like shit from discord yeah. or things like that. You know, you just get like Slack and email and, you know, things mm-hmm, that are, might mm-hmm. be important to you. Um, but so the, my primary grievance with this is that the amount of granularity you have when you set up focus mode is like mm-hmm. pretty much overwhelming. I mean, like the amount of shit that you need to set up to get it to be useful mm-hmm. feels like, I don't know, like getting a new Windows laptop for the first time that's got like basic Microsoft Windows on it. And you're like, all right, well, I need to set aside like a weekend to like get the shit <laughs> I want on this setup yeah. and everything else, yeah. you know, um, which I think it's interesting because like they um, Apple has so over indexed on like how smart like Siri is and I can do these like app mm-hmm. stacks and you know, like the Siri um uh, widget thing that like intelligently mm-hmm. determines like what you want to do and stuff. But then on this focus mode stuff, it's just like, all right, here you go. Have fun. Fuck it. Yeah, you know, and like, weird. if you've got a lot of stuff on your phone, like even setting up one focus profile is like a yeah. very large undertaking, I think like, yeah. you know, yeah. um, cause I think everyone just uses a lot of apps now, you know, it's not like mm-hmm. back in the day where it's like, okay, well I have three things on my phone that I care about, like email messages and right, uh, right. like Facebook or whatever, you know? Right. Right. Um, so, I guess for a power user thing, that's kind of cool, but it's just kind of surprising to me that they're like that iOS 15 didn't load with like, all right, we've analyzed, you know, like how you typically use your phone. Like here's, here's like, you know, uh, like workday evening and sleep settings mm-hmm. that we think you should use based on like how you've interacted with your phone. Um, and then you can further tweak as yeah, you need to, but it yeah. doesn't seem to do that. That would make way more sense. And the, like the, in my opinion, the absolute worst thing about this is that it now works through iCloud and mm-hmm. whatever focus setting you have on your iPhone transfers over to everything else. So mm. like for multi-device people, this seems to be really mm. annoying because like for, for me, 
I've got all my shit set up on my iPad too, but I keep my iPad in do not disturb mode all the time because mm-hmm. like I only want notifications on my iPad like sometimes, you know, but I don't want to like yeah. turn everything off. Right. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I still have iMessage set up so it can send me notifications and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I always keep doing it. Disturb, do not disturb on unless there's some mm-hmm. situation where like I might want those notifications. Right. Um, right. So that no longer works. Like when you set it up, like everything switches to do not disturb or everything or whatever mm-hmm. focus mode you want, which is yeah, kind of breaking how I use my iPad. And I guess I can just like go through and like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. turn all my notifications off, but I don't even know if that also syncs now because it seems like this is like mm-hmm. a global trend to just have everything going to through iPads. Yeah. I haven't experimented with that too much, but yeah. I think the worst offender of all this though is that when you have your notifications muted for any of these different focus things, like whether that's, um, you know, just the normal do not disturb or, you know, like your work setup or well, however you have it configured. Um, mm-hmm. and like, so say you have do not disturb on and I send you a text message. I, on the bottom of iMessage, it'll say, um, you know, like Jared has notifications off or, or something like that. And then like when you mm-hmm. send it, instead of saying send, it says sent quietly, but you also have a button mm-hmm. that allows you to override your, do not disturb settings, hmm. which um, I don't know. Just seems really wacky that you that that would be kind of like the default setup. So I could be on do not disturb. I don't want messages from anybody, but you could choose to force yours through. Yeah, like like if you like if you uh, yeah, like that if you were like a good idea at all. Yeah, like if you were sitting there like holding your baby or whatever, <laughs> that was you know, like a really yeah. like fussy sleeper and like wakes up at the drop of a pin, and uh-huh. you have do not disturb on. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck it. I, you know, I need to, I, Jared needs to see this meme right now. I push the button. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's making your phone beep or buzz or whatever your, wow. your thing is, which I don't really know. Dumb. Like, and I, I guess you could just kind of, the, the problem is like, so this feature is. You just got to block Eli. That's the well, that's so how you solve that problem. I, I, I've experimented with that. And it seems like you can turn that functionality off if you turn off the ability for someone to see whether or not you have notification silence. But uh, like what bugs me is that it's like, it's like one of these things where like showing that you're, that you have notification silence, I think is super useful. Cause like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I don't know. You might send something to someone and like kind of need a, a response. And if they've got notification silence, you'd be like, Oh shit. Okay. Well, I guess I know now they're not going to respond or it's just useful information. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, but if you want that, you you kind of need to choose like, okay, well, I can display this and allow someone to bust through my do not disturb mm-hmm. or I can just not use this feature at all. That seems pretty crazy. Which, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense when the, you know, as I was mentioning, like the focus mode has so many fucking settings, it'll take you an hour to set up that they would yep. like lose out on like the one setting yeah. that seems like it makes the most sense in actual like day-to-day use. Yeah. Which I don't know. It just seems really strange to me. Yeah, I. Uh, that's funny because that reminds me of. I feel like only people of a certain vintage will know what this is. But um, back in the days of landlines and before call waiting, and you would get a busy signal. Somebody was on the phone, and you could call the operator and have them do an emergency breakthrough. Oh, could you? I, re- I never. Yeah, I remember doing that to friends before, where it'd be like, you'd be like, "Yeah, just connect me," and it wouldn't matter who they were on the phone with. It would just break through, and it'd be like. Operator here, so and so's on the phone. Oh wow, I didn't know you could and, do that. Uh, yeah, so that's like what that reminds me of is like yeah. people could just do it uh, and be jerks about it, and I don't know. I guess they uh, Apple thinks like, oh, you'll get mad at them for that, and you know, tell them not to do that or something like that. But like, what if you're like a s- spam marketer, <laughs> like force text yeah, through see, to like, people I, or whatever? I, I, I haven't really tested the behavior that thoroughly because I, I kind of wonder uh, if. Um, like if someone texts me that uh, like an unknown number, right. That, but they have mm-hmm. iMessage, so they can mm-hmm. get the iMessage features. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like say one of my neighbors or something like that, that gets mm-hmm. my phone number, texts me, do they see that I have, um, you know, my notification silence and can they push through? Mm-hmm. Cause that would seem really bad. And I don't know the answer to that, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It seems silly to think that Apple would come up with something that's like, not that's that, like opaque and also doesn't have a lot of options and whatever, but then also it doesn't seem that silly recently. I feel like Apple's been doing a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, 
sort of like becoming complicated. Like what Apple's whole shtick for so long was like, we keep things simple and your average user can just figure things out. And then especially on the Mac side of things for forever now, um, it was always this really nice blend of like, yeah, it's an easy computer for anybody to pick up and use. But also if you're pretty hardcore, there was like a lot of weird shortcuts and stuff and mm-hmm. things you could learn to do some more advanced stuff. Um, and it kind of like catered nicely to everybody that way. Um, and I feel like the iPhone in the beginning was just like, sorry, hardcore people, we yeah. want to cater to the average person more than you right now. Right. And then they sort of slowly been working in to be like, okay, well, let's build in some more hardcore stuff for the people that care about learning that stuff and figuring it out. Um, and now I feel like they're getting to a point of where it's like it's every average user, like you're going to be confused one way or the other with the stuff well, we're building. I think I because think, it's just plain confusing. Yeah, I think more than anything else is um, with uh, I don't know. I feel like with the Mac, you really kind of like have to go looking for those like advanced features, like you know, like yeah. a lot of the. A lot of the tweaks like require you use like the terminal to make like, you know, like command line yeah. stuff or be like fucking around True. like your library folder. I mean, like very yeah. hard for your like typical dummy to be like accidentally pasting commands that work in the terminal. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to like, I feel like this has been happening more. I mean, not a ton, you know, but like more and more where family family members of mine that used to just be able to be totally set up on like an iPad or iPhone where it's like, dude, you can't fuck this thing up. Just do whatever. Yeah. Um, figure out a way to break. (laughs) Yeah. Like have like weird problems. Like, you know, like this week, like Mm -hmm. my mom deleted the phone app from her phone and like, (laughs) but what she had done is like hid the, uh, hid the phone icon by like accidentally like making everything wiggle and then somehow like hitting the the app library or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, super confusing to her to like figure out like oh where did my like phone go kind of thing yeah yeah. you know so like i almost wonder if there shouldn't be some kind of like i don't know like like slider when you set up your phone where it's like how how familiar like how familiar are you Mm -hmm. with the phone or like you know what what kind of like Mm -hmm. um i don't even know how you would kind of like word this from a a ui experience you know but like Mm -hmm. like where like slider to like all the way to the left is like grandma mode (laughs) <laughs> and slider like all the way to the right is like i'm neo in the matrix mode right where yeah, like right. grandma mode like you can't you can't hide icons you know, you can't do a whole lot of that stuff that like results yeah. in these situations where it's like this really weird thing ha- that i don't understand like happened to my phone and yeah. i don't know how to fix it and right you know all, and all this stuff right yeah so yeah i don't disagree uh other other than that, I feel like iOS 15 has been okay. I haven't really noticed anything major yeah. that I dislike, well, but I do. Yeah, what I, I think what it would fix this focus thing, like I wish they would just take it like one tiny step farther and kind of like uh-huh. make it like, remember you were an AOL's messenger kid, right? Back yeah. in the day, like I, I it would be yeah, really cool. you set cool. up like a custom yeah, away like, message or something. I think that would yeah. be really, really neat. Is like if it's part yeah. of like this focus setting, um, you could have it like display you know, like I have notifications muted because, you know, driving or, mm-hmm. or you know, just something mm-hmm. that's a very simple kind of like piece of context. as to like why, mm-hmm. you know, your, your thing is uh, muted. And then, because that, then that would give like the person sending messages kind of like a inkling of like, um, uh-huh. like, you know, if you, if you sent me a message at like three in the afternoon and got like yeah. the, um, you know, the, the message that I, I've muted notifications, like, you'd be like, oh, that's weird. All right, well, whatever. But if it, if I was, like, notifications muted, like, playing Call of Duty or whatever, yeah. you'd be like, oh, okay, well, here, I, this is kind of important. Let me just make his phone yeah. beep or whatever. Versus, like, notifications muted, baby napping. I know, like, something needs to be on fucking fire to, like, push that yeah. button, right? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And then, and then having the ability to, like, based on what focus mode you have, like, whether or not that functionality is even allowed, you know? like Because, yeah, like, for right. me, I'd have it set up for sleeping. Like, no one... No one's pushing anything through. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Versus like some of these I, other like you know situations. Like maybe, you know. Well, I, I might be off base here, but I want to say that there's a similar type option already. When um, like the driving mode, I'm pretty sure you can set up yeah. a custom message. But it like responds um, with like, an actual iMessage instead of like mm-hmm. uh like giving you this kind of like weird little just thing that shows up on the bottom. It just auto texts back like, yeah. "Hey, I'm driving." Blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think there's another, there's a similar thing, but that might be the same case where if somebody calls you and you ignore it, it gives you the option to text them. So like if you were in a meeting and couldn't take a call, 
and you ignore it, but you could oh, also yeah, that's it, on. It'll let you text them something back that's like, "Hey, I can't answer the yeah, phone right now." That's but what's been a feature for a real, a real long time. But the, you can send like custom yeah messages there yeah, too like, or whatever. Yeah, it's like the the have like a few set up where it's like call you later or busy now or something. Yeah. you could set custom. So ones that's that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems really silly. They wouldn't have that also be here, right? Um, but maybe it's just a it. That's something that'll come through usage and people's feedback and stuff like that yeah i don't know just Uh, overall it just seems like one of these things that like someone designed out on paper and like never actually like used and now that like people are using it like oh wow who would have thought that like people would be shitheads and like be pushing the notify anyway button and yeah you know well you could be like i feel like apple has this weird arrogance too where they'd be like why do I never? Why would I not want push notifications from my amazing phone and all yeah, the useful yeah. apps I have, or you know whatever? Yeah. So, um, but the but uh, I uh, the other thing with iOS 15 though is that like, have you fucked around with the um, the text stuff and photos very much? Oh no, dude, this is like magic. I mean, like it's really, really? crazy. Like I, that was some, one of the things I was excited for. Yeah, so I've been uh, fiddling with it quite a bit because like that that's like just I don't know the the coolest thing because I'm. Um, I, I don't know. My phone is filled with like random photos of like signs and text and like, like right. snippets yeah. from like manuals and things like that. Cause recipes is a big one with me. Yeah. Where I yeah cause photos just, of recipes. Like real time. easy. Just like snap a photo of something. Right. Instead of like transcribing yeah, yeah. it or writing it down or, or whatever else, you know? So this yeah. is like a dream feature for me. And I, so I've been screwing around with it a lot this weekend. I've been kind of amazed how, um, I was kind of assuming that it, it would be one of these things where, needed like printed text and like fairly well lit and fairly straight Uh on to have it like you know uh recognize it but it's Uh um i found it not only can read like stylized text Uh like signs and things like that that i would think that it just like wouldn't be able to figure out because it's you know kind of like cursive or you know like just a silly font or something like that like it's really good with that and also um it'll do handwriting which like oh, I completely cool. did not expect handwriting. Um, yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty good too. Like I've I've only been able to kind of like trip it up with um, like really Whoa. bad handwriting, but like at the same uh, time, like I think the stuff that it can't read, like if I handed it to an actual person, they'd have trouble reading it too. You know? Yeah. Which yeah. Um, I don't know, just really surprising how how well that works. It's just super cool. So I'm I'm in real time playing with it because you mentioned it and I I hadn't checked this out yet but I it's funny because just yesterday I took a picture of my aunt and uncle sent us like a new baby card like a con- congratulations thing and um they moved to a new house like not too long ago. I couldn't remember if I, we had their new address or not so I snapped a photo of the return address on the envelope or whatever um, like you said it's super easy to just take a picture of something yeah. for later or for yeah. whatever reason and um, yeah it's wild because like I can touch it and it'll open it the address and maps automatically yeah. and be like, oh yeah, dude, but go to my maps mind. and then you can copy and paste it all like regular. Text yeah. Like, yeah. Like, There's like all sorts of cool stuff like that because like I, I, uh, I took a photo of a link and I was like, surely this isn't going to work. Right. If I just like open this photo and just tap it and then sure enough, it just tossed me into Safari yeah. and I was like, holy shit, like that is genuinely extremely cool. And huh. one of those features that like really just kind of feels magical because like, yeah, man, I remember back in the day, um, we uh we like when we got our first scanner for our computer like scanning photos mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. we bought mm-hmm. i don't even remember the name of the software it was you know like some kind of like optical character recognition software and i want to mm-hmm. say it was like a couple hundred bucks you know probably yeah. and it worked like shit yeah uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know i just think it's it's so cool that like your phone everyone's phone now just like does this for free does a lot of crazy things yeah you know? yeah that's really cool i want to use the um I'm eager to use like the translation stuff too. Cause I've done it through the Google app for a while now. It's always been really good in Google or whatever, but I'm, I'm, I, I, I love stuff like this being native to Apple's mm-hmm. iOS. Oh, stuff, so did so. you notice? Um, so one of the things I added to the iOS 15, I, I haven't screwed around with this a ton because I just haven't found a lot of extensions that or Safari mm-hmm. extensions mm-hmm. that I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't really run ad block ever, you know, and that seems to be like the right. killer one. Um, yeah. but, uh, when you go to uh, the Safari settings and like look at your extensions, like the button at the bottom or at the top of the screen is like get more. And I was like, Oh yeah, cool. Let's Mm -hmm. see what else is in here. Mm -hmm. And like one of the things that they're like extremely prominently featuring now is a third party Safari extension that translates. And I was just like, 
Man, imagine, imagine how annoying this is for these guys to be like getting like the king size featuring from Apple uh, yeah. as part of the same operating system that basically is like totally included everything your thing does. Just Makes for free. you useless. Yeah, totally. For, for yeah, 30 bucks, you know. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, no, I haven't messed with the extensions much, but I saw I did the same thing you did. I checked out the store of them or whatever. And I think. Of the installed apps, I, the only one I know of is one password has the extension, yeah. which I haven't. I don't really with understand, and I haven't fiddled with it too much. But like right now, it's not really apparent to me like what the extension does that the app didn't already do. Because like, yeah, so far it just seems like kind of a worse experience, unless I'm not understanding what it does. Because like, it doesn't work with Face ID. Yeah. Well, so as a big one password fan, I have to say that their most recent desktop update screwed up the for me, the, the mini browser or whatever you would use. Like if there was a password entry field on a website, you could like click on it and go pick one password and it would mm -hmm. like automatically prompt you for whatever you had saved or whatever. And I feel like they screwed up that whole experience to where it sucks now to where now if I need to log into something, I just go to the app, copy paste yeah, and go back I, to the I do that Safari too, or whatever. Because I, I think I started doing that when uh, Apple implemented their, their own like secure password generator thing because yeah because like, then it always wants to prompt you yeah, for the apple saved that, one that thing is so aggressive that i'm just like yeah. I'm, all right i'll just copy and paste because like this is annoying yeah yeah um but anyway um so the the big thing i remember from ios 15 beta people talking was the safari redesign and then um apple backpedaled on that and gave people the option to kind of switch things back to how they were or whatever and so that was one of the first things i was eager to check out and um I I gave it a real good try to stick with the bottom oh, bar, you're, like you're a top search bar. bar. I, I I'm like a it. top I, bar person. It, Do it, you? I, well, so I think it makes more sense because it's like I usually have my phone or my thumb like near the bottom of the screen. You yeah. Know? So like to get to the the uh, search bar before it was a reach up as opposed to mm -hmm, just kind of like mm -hmm. reach over. So I, I like the positioning, but like, man, it's messing with my muscle memory, like trying yeah. to relearn that, you know? I, maybe I should give it more of a try because it's only been a few days. But like, I, I'm the same as you where I was like, I kept it down there because I was like, that makes the most sense. Your thumb is right there and you can swipe back and forth and whatever. Yeah. But I just found it like I was interfering with it on accident. And then looking to the top of the screen every time I wanted to do something, feeling like I didn't even see the address bar anymore. And then being like, oh, yeah, it's down there. Even though a stupid phone screen's not that big or anything like that, yeah. it was just like we. I, it was causing too much confusion for me. Um, but maybe I'll go back and give it another try. But then, the thing I really miss is that um, they had like the uh, when you had a bunch of tabs open and you could scroll through them like a, a cover flow sort yeah, of effect yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And that's gone now. Now it's just like kind of a boring grid of the pages you have open or whatever. Um, when I haven't, I haven't figured out a way to get back the cover flow. If you even can, but um, yeah, what yeah. I will say is I do like um, the tab group feature, where you can like basically group your tabs into different like sections or whatever, which is something cool because I have so many open tabs all the time because a lot of times it's like I'm gonna open that and I'll get to that later or I need that information later and I know if I just add it as a bookmark it'll be lost forever. It needs mm -hmm. to be like in my face. Yeah, see, I'm um, a, I, I never I never really engage too much with tabs because I'm like such a messy browser person that like I'm the yeah I'm the person that like by the end of the day I'll have like 30 browser windows open each of those like 50 <laughs> yeah. tabs and it's just like I'll just yeah. close everything and forget about it. But so so it's it's fine. I'm dealing with it, but um, it's uh, a couple things aren't my favorite. But so what I did, and then the other thing I did is I updated Mac OS. Um, the new Mac OS isn't out yet, but it, you can update to a new version of Safari, which has the redesigned tabs. Oh, really? How did you do that? Oh, oh, I hate it. Oh, um, go to settings, go to software update. It's it's in there. Oh, really? Okay. Um, at least I don't think this isn't. What's the new Mac OS called? Is that Monterey or are we on Monterey now? You're not I feel running like we're like on Monterey now. Beta, are you? Oh, no, I'm on Big Sur. Is the next one Monterey? I feel like I normally keep this stuff straight. And I am not having it be straight. But um, was Monterey the last one? Uh, anywho. Um, let's see. Yeah, Monterey will be the next one. Not out yet. On full, it'll I'll be released as well. So anyway, so Monterey's not out yet, but you can update Safari, and it's the redesigned tab feature for desktop, and I super don't like this. Um, it, like, makes the tabs basically separate address bars in the top bar, 
in the top uh, area of your browser or whatever. And I just, I'm, I hate it so much. I'm such a tab person. And I got so used to having them be just below that bar um, in their own little panels or whatever. So I'm trying to live with that, but it's, I'm not, I'm not loving it. I wish I didn't yeah. update. <laughs> well, so what I'm ex- actually kind of excited for with this new Mac OS is I, one of the things that, that worked, that seems to work way better than I was expecting with iOS 15 is the mm-hmm. iCloud private relay thing. Because like remember mm-hmm. how we were, we were talking last week about how like I like the idea of using a VPN, but like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always mm-hmm. in these situations where it's like fuck nothing on my phone is working, and you get these like because mm-hmm. like you know there's some weird thing where you're like VPN is half connected or like timed out mm-hmm. connecting or trying mm-hmm. to connect and not failing and like not right. not like failing over gracefully. So like, um, but the iCloud private relay man, it just it just works, you know, and it's cool because mm-hmm. like you'll get. Um, You'll get notifications, um, and I've noticed this on uh, connecting to like public Wi-Fi, um, mm-hmm. because like for instance, like our our Walmart has like Walmart Wi-Fi, and when mm-hmm. I'm inside the store, I don't have cell service for whatever dumbass mm-hmm. reason, you know. So yeah. Um, yeah, and I've noticed that the iCloud private relay does not work on the Walmart Wi-Fi. I don't know if it's like blocking VPN, probably is blocking VPN traffic. I mean, yeah. that makes sense, but yeah, like yeah. Um, it's. Uh, it'll tell you like you know, it just disables it. You know, it gives you a notification that sticks around for a while. And as soon as uh, it can turn back on again, it comes back on and um, it's, it, it works extremely well. Whereas like that similar situation, like if I was using like the, just the normal kind of like uh, the, what mm-hmm. fucking VPN do I even have anymore? Nord VPN Nord. or whatever. Yeah. Like it would just get stuck in this weird limbo where nothing works. Like I just could promise right. you like, that's the situation where it'd be like my, my cellular connectivity dropped off. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Walmart's blocking the VPN. So this thing will just aggressively try to connect and get stuck mm-hmm. and then nothing will work. And I'll have to like go into the app and kill the VPN stuff and everything else. So yeah. I don't know. It's just, it was really cool how it, it, you know, to use the Apple catchphrase, like just works, you know, so, just works. Yeah. Um, for every just works, they've, there's two new don't work rights. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I'm excited for that uh, on, on like the, the Mac OS level, because like, I like the idea yeah. of, you yeah. know, obscuring my IP address and, and things like that, right. particularly with like how pervasive like online tracking is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's, I don't care enough to like deal with the hassle of a, a VPN on my day-to-day basis, you know, mm-hmm. but just turning this thing on, it just silently works in the background, gracefully falls over when it doesn't like, yeah, that's super that's cool by cool. me. Um, um, so you also, you got your new phone in the mail, I but did. it's not set up yet, but let's, um, or did it finish? No, it's still got 12 minutes on the transfer. 12 minutes. So well, what color did you get? Black? I got black with a green leather case. Oh, so case. Yeah. Um, the max size, right? Yeah. yeah. And so far it seems identical to my old phone. Camera bumps a little yeah. bigger, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Worth it. Worth the upgrade? You don't even know yet. Huh? Sure. I feel like all the reviews are like the cameras are so good, and it's you know battery life is better, and like yeah, I those think are the was, two things this year. I think it was the New York <clears throat> Times that posted this like truly asinine um, review that was like, who cares if the cameras take better low light photos? And it's like, what the fuck? Who cares? Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Like that? Yeah. Like most people, A I lot feel of like people. Can- yeah, like I feel like most people take photos in like non-ideal yeah. situations, right? Where, yeah. right. Um, you know, like you're in a bar or restaurant or, you know, somewhere oh, yeah. else where like the lighting's not great and yeah. everything else. And I, the review even, I think Gruber on Daring Fireball like really leaned into this because it was just so silly. And it was like the guy that wrote the review like messaged one of their professional photographers and was like, hey, is more low light, you know, capabilities that big of a deal? And he's like, no. <laughs> So, (laughs) okay, dumb fuck. Guess it doesn't matter, everybody. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's, I keep making the camera better. It makes me happy, but I, I, I'm still feeling okay skipping out on this oh, yeah. um, upgrade yeah, cycle. Yeah, I mean, honestly, but, like, the, um, with the way these phones are getting, like, I would say almost you could probably even do, like, a three-year cycle if you really wanted to and yeah, probably not miss yeah. a whole lot. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but I, so we talked about last week, too, like, um, the iPad mini, how we love that they upgraded that one, but it was also like a kind of weird pricing structure. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I realize know, it didn't have just, face ID either, which kind of killed it. No, it has the touch a little bit on the button and ID. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I, uh, 
like immediately after recording where I was like, I'm skipping out on everything this time. Um, I started looking up the iPad minis and was like, Hmm, maybe I could live with 64 gigs actually. You know what I mean? You can offload stuff. It's not that big a deal. And it would be strictly like a gaming device anyway. I don't really care about anything else. And so, um, I started being like, Oh, okay. About 499. Maybe that's not too bad. And then, you know, maybe I skip the, the fancy like cover and the, the Apple pencil and, and wait on those things. And I can always get them down the road and, and we'll just get the iPad mini now and uh, see how that goes, and I can always buy things later. Um, and so I'd, pre- I'd pretty much convinced myself at that point. And then the, 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 the final nail, which it always is with me and stupid stuff like this, is like, oh, well, I could put it on my Apple Card and pay monthly over the course of oh 12 months, and God. it's only like $14 charge a month or something stupid like that, where it's like, hmm, okay, this, this is all sounding not so bad anymore. And so... Um, immediately Friday night after recorded, after I'd been like, I'm skipping the iPad mini. I was like, okay, I'm going to buy an iPad mini. Um, I had it all loaded up on the Apple website. It was still like, you know, pick up in store September 24th, the day of, um, the day they come out or whatever today. And, um, and I was like, cool, let's do this. And then like, I got busy, forgot to actually buy the thing. Um, Saturday came, I was like, oh yeah. And I looked it up and then started second thoughting it again, where I was like, no, do I really need an iPad mini? And by that point, it was September 24th still. Um, and I, I, I still was kind of undecided and put it away and got busy, forgot about it. And then Sunday rolled around and I was like, you know what? I do want it. I'm going <laughs> to do it. And so I went into the Apple Store app on my phone and um, loaded it all up. And it was like, oh, yeah, it delivers like October 31st to November 3rd or, you know, whatever. Yeah, unavailable for in-store pickup and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was sort of like, oh, man, I missed my chance to get it day one. I don't want to wait. Now I don't want it again. And so I, ne- I ended up not getting it. But I went through this whole weird cycle of like a, a roller coaster of like, yes, I want it. No, I don't. No, I don't need it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, all that to say, I didn't get the iPad mini yet. I, I might see one in a store someday or something like that or, or once they're available for like next day shipping or something be like okay screw it i'll, I'll drop the 500 bucks on this well thing yeah i mean like whatever by then they might be at like costco for 50 bucks cheaper or you know like that too something it, like you that. know the amazon i think it was was pre-ordering them for 50 dollars off so instead of 499 it was 459 mm-hmm. or 40 dollars off so and even that i was like dang, that probably would have got me to bite because I was kind of waffling because of price in the first place. But that was enough of a chunk to make me be like, oh, you know what, screw it. Um, but I didn't see that until well after the fact. But So I did not, I didn't get the iPad mini. Um, I'm also second guessing, I, I was pretty sure I wanted to get the new watch whenever they become available. And now I'm sort of like, all the rumors seem to point to the big like physical redesign being next year's watch. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm just wait another year because I don't want to buy one this year. And then see the spiffy new one next year and feel like, yeah. damn it, I'm going to buy another one again. That's, that's I don't like the year-over-year year update for the watch. I feel like that's pretty unnecessary. But Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, as we talked about last week, I mean, like... They're all unnecessary. Extremely, like, very very no-killer features if you already have the always-on screen, you know? Right, right. Um, so, I, yeah, I might just... I might truly skip all the new products this year. Um Take that. Barring Apple. whatever they might might still. Yeah, take that, Apple. Good luck surviving. What are you going to do now? Trillion dollars. What are you going to do now, you piece yeah. of shit? Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, they're still set to um, debut new MacBooks and stuff like that. And so we'll see what happens then. Because uh, I did just buy the new, the M1 Air I got was from December. Um, and so it's not even a year old yet. But I did buy it. I got really good trade in on it. And so like out the door tax and everything, I think it was six hundred bucks for this. Yeah, laptop, I remember they took like, your like super fucked up computer and gave you way too much money for they, it. That's... My MacBook Pro that was like the battery was like, Well, I'm gonna explode any minute, so take me in to get serviced. And I was like, Oh, I hope they don't look this up and, yeah. and not take the trade in. But no, they took the trade in and gave me a bunch of money for it and uh so I was always kind of a, in the knowledge of like, if they come out with a really cool redesigned MacBook, I'm okay trading this thing in pretty quickly yeah. and doing another upgrade or whatever. Normally I would keep it in the laptop for at least a few yeah, years. Yeah, I'm super jazzed if for not much more. this. Yeah, I'm definitely buying whatever like new yeah. MacBook Pros they release this. Hopefully um, it's really pro though. But you know, I, I, I feel like I, I can't bring myself to be a day one anymore because... Mm. The last couple MacBook Pros, we've both done the same thing, where it's like all the reviews are like, this thing's so amazing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and six months and then later, like six months later, sucks. it's like, 
<laughs> yeah, actually, this thing actually sucks bad, and it's bottlenecked in this weird area that somehow nobody mentioned in all the technical reviews. Yeah. And so yeah, I don't know. Like that's <laughs> I why know. I didn't jump on like the initial M1 stuff because I was like, yeah, dude, I jumped on the Intel switch, and that was the biggest mistake of my well, one. Uh, yeah. It was a mistake, not the biggest mistake a of my mistake. life. But um, <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that again. I feel like the M1 uh launch and transition went really well so if this is just like that but better seems with like have, a yeah. new case right. design that seems cool to me i don't know yeah 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 i think uh, performance problems will be a thing of the past with the m1 and battery problems i think will be um you know no longer a big yeah, thing the only, we'll see only real complaints that i've seen regarding the m1 which i'm sure they're fixing with these new ones is they were limited to 16 gigs of ram which like if you do a lot of like you know, really high end, like Photoshop and video editing yeah. stuff like that's yeah. kind of just like not enough but right. for most yeah. people is totally fine, you know? So yeah. yeah, I don't, I would be shocked if this like next generation with that, with that being like the primary complaint across the board isn't addressed, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Bring on, bring on, give me a laptop where every row of keys is actually a touch bar. Come on. Yes. Let's not be scared. Yes. Everybody wants that. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, so anyway, the last thing I uh, we, originally was I was hoping this would be a quick show like I have the last few weeks and it hasn't been. But um, there was the uh, Nintendo Direct this week. I thought we could talk about that a little bit. Hell yeah. Dude, uh, Nintendo is like I, I kind of want to know the details that they made this like blood packed with Satan on surrounding <laughs> like how they've just been like on a fucking heater since basically uh-huh. like they announced the switch. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know. Because, like, I feel like, you know, so some of these directs have, like, been a lot of games that I, like, I don't really personally care about. But I know they're, like, yeah. wildly popular and have huge fan. Like, when they do, like, a Super Smash yeah. Brothers-centric one, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't, just don't really yeah. care about that. But I know a lot of people are, like, mega jazz, so that's cool. But, like, mm-hmm. by and, f- uh, like, far and beyond, like, most of these have just been, like, damn, this is a banger Speaking of a presentation. to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean... It's always fun too because there's so many people that were like, "That direct sucked." Oh my god! Oh yeah, I mean, and I'm happens. just like, I thought it was great actually, but okay. Yeah. Um, so I things I'm jazzed for um, was the I I don't really care about Splatoon, so I don't know, but I know a lot of people do. I sort like of Splatoon. like what you're just I'll, saying. I'll yeah, totally yeah. buy Splatoon. Maybe three will be. Maybe I'll try and get into it with three. That's, or whatever. that's a game for me that like I wish that they had a more like I wish the Splatoon people would like. You're like, all right, we're going to spend six months playing Call of Duty and then we're going to like plan out our next Splatoon yeah. game because like yeah. the the Splatoon games, I always kind of just churn out of because the progression system is like just kind of lame. Like it's, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like unlocking the, the stuff I don't really care about. And, Goofy outfits and stuff. Yeah. Where, whereas like, I don't know what it is about Call of Duty, but like, man, that, that like the unlocking different like gun attachments and leveling those things yeah. up and, and you know, unlocking skins and like that kind of stuff yeah. just like keeps me going. But, um, Splatoon for me Activision's is Activision's like, team of psychologists. Actually, I guess. Honed but, that to perfection. But like for me, Splatoon is like a fun game that I spend like one to maybe three months playing and then just totally forget about. And Whereas like yeah. Call of Duty for me is like, damn, I'm buying every battle pass and playing this with my friends <laughs> and like <laughs> all this stuff, you know, never stopping. Um, um, what did you think about the, the, the switch online expansion stuff where, um, yeah. So this was interesting in that they, I, I feel like it's going to be significantly more expensive for them to be like, softball announcing this like second tier that you can pay for uh-huh. Uh-huh. um because i think if it was just like you know a couple bucks or whatever mm-hmm. i don't i just like, don't think they would bother even like raising the price because mm-hmm. i don't know like this the switch online is always this kind of like nebulous value prop that people kind of like kind of don't like and just sort of pay for it out of a necessity and you kind of get these mm-hmm. games as like this weird value add that you may or may not kind of fuck around with and right. i feel like it's in nintendo's best interest to kind of like make those value adds like as like such a good value that people feel good about like oh hell yeah like yeah. of course yeah. i subscribe to switch online like look at all the stuff i get right, right as right, opposed right. to like oh yeah i have switch online and now i need to pay extra to play yeah. eight nintendo 64 games and yeah, right. a dozen yeah. sega genesis games that have been released on every fucking platform imaginable on the planet yeah. so i i i i am one of those i've the last year 
um, haven't played my Switch as hardly as much as I was for the first few years where I was playing like every day constantly. Um, but even then, I was subscribing to Switch Online and like not there's nothing really I played online. Like I, I would occasionally fiddle with the NES games or SNS games or whatever, but like it wasn't a big deal to me. But the whole thing was like 20 bucks for a year. Like, who cares? I'm just going right. to subscribe to it because right. I never want to be in a spot where, oh, I wish I had online. Well, at this I, I like the cloud save stuff because like I would I would hate to be in a that spot where it's like, oh, fuck, yeah. I lost my switch or it got stolen or yeah. it stopped working yeah, or whatever. Right. And like I just lost like my 300 hour Stardew Valley yeah. farm or something like that. No, I, I would pay for it just for that, actually. But yeah. um, but that didn't come till much later. So, so right, like right. right from the gate, I've been a subscriber because it was so cheap, 20 bucks a year. Like, who cares? Um, might as well have it than not. And, um, well, and you so get like, like cool kind of like, like Tetris 100 and shit like that. Like that to me yeah. has been like, what's made it worth it is like these, I think it's been worth it, even that, though I don't use it a yeah, lot. Right. right. Um, so with them adding the expansion pack or whatever with the N64 games and the Sega Genesis games, which I thought was kind of interesting. I think I, Genesis is cool. They have a, the lineup of games that the, that they're launching with is really good, but um, oh, also so you're, you're the one person on the planet amped to play Golden Axe again. I don't even think Golden Axe is in there. It's, it's, it's like in there. Uh, it's oh. in there. Well, it has to be in there. Golden Axe. I it's <laughs> like I don't know. They just will beat that thing until it's like pulp, and then dry that pulp out and beat it again. Add some yeah. more water. <laughs> I mean, I think it's uh, I don't know. Golden Axe uh, it sells people for some reason, yes. but um. Uh, I think like um, it's interesting that like uh, they have the the Castlevania games that weren't even in, um, you know, like the uh, what's it called, the, the normal the NES and thing? SNES games. Oh yeah, don't have Castlevania yeah, or Contra yeah. or those yeah. big names or whatever. So, um, oh yeah, Gold Next is totally there. But anyway, the the rest of the games, it's a really good lineup, but. Um, I just don't really care as much. I would I actually rather them focus on Nintendo hardware, like Game Boy, Game yeah, Boy Color, Game right. Boy Advance games. I, I would be really excited for um, to have it be more of an, an encompassing, like here's Nintendo's history on the Switch for you to goof around with or whatever. Yeah, but I don't, I'm I don't not mad at Genesis games at all. No, I, and um, I don't I don't know why they do these like small game release bundles when it's like they have this like back catalog of thousands of games where like every yeah. announcement they can be like, hey, here's a hundred more games. You know, we've uh, well, got... I've I've seen Sean talk about this a lot, and I trust his opinion on the matter because he's knowledgeable. But um, he's basically said like, there's so many NES games that are stuck with rights problems that'll mm-hmm. never get resolved, um, even things that seem like they wouldn't, and and starting to get that way with Super Nintendo too. So like, he's like, at this point, the the well is kind of dry in terms of like really big things that they can release. And that's why you've seen the last few updates be kind of like weird games you've never heard of, which is sort of like a catering to like, hey, you know, here's this quirky game that you would have never tried in a million years yeah, 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 type thing or, or whatever, which I think is kind of cool. But um, so, yeah, it's it it's not surprising to see them bust into a new system now where they can go back and try to re-release. I mean, all this stuff is like basically first party Nintendo stuff yeah. um, for the N64 at least. So. But they'll they'll be able to juice that for the next year, and then they probably will announce like Game Boy at some point or something too. But this was definitely the big thing to try and get people to resubscribe because the it's September. It's like the year is coming up for you know people to subscribe again or whatever. Even though this stuff doesn't come out until October. So, um, pricing wise, though, I think it's going to be five extra bucks. That's my so? money. I think it's going to be I like thir- thirty bucks a year instead of twenty five or. No. Or whatever. No, it's twenty now. I think it'll be twenty five. Um, <clears throat> but that's for a, all, a year all up front. So a month at a time is four dollars a month. So I could see that going up to six. Is it five ninety nine a month for that? Okay. And then a three month chunk is eight bucks right now. That would could easily be like ten or eleven. Um, and then I think the twenty dollar whole year up front will be twenty five. I mean, I'm I'm a million percent up. buying the Nintendo sixty four and Sega controllers for the switch even if i oh really don't end up playing it. yeah i just i think that's so cool. it's kind of cool that they made them it's kind of booty that the genesis one is the three button but whatever. yeah that seems um, cool. well it gives them opportunity to release the six button later <laughs> yeah maybe um but anyway overall i think it's pretty cool I, i'm excited for in, in 64 games because um 
that's one system that even nowadays is harder to emulate on yeah, a lot of like the things emulate. we have. Very few things run on the RG handhelds. Um, very few N64 games run that great. Well, and the N64 um, is one of those systems that like even on your PC and stuff, like the emulation is not like super accurate and yeah. Um, kind of like there's cores that are like they seem like very specifically designed to like this is this one does zelda 64 really like these well. five games like, yeah, really yeah. Good. yeah. Um, um so that'll be cool to, to get you know something that works really yeah. well on these because because yeah i i agree but i'm i'm excited for um the new the new systems um and i hope they keep announcing more stuff um, something I was really excited for from this, which I had, feel like I haven't seen a lot of buzz about, is the new Kirby game. Um, I think it just 3D got lost Kirby. in the shuffle of like so Maybe. many other cool things. I mean, this this presentation was like on fire, you know, with like teasing new yeah. Animal Crossing stuff and everything else. Like, That's is this true. the first 3D Kirby game though? That yeah, as far as I know, yeah. I feel like they made one for the N64. Am I imagining things? I I don't think they did. I would have thought the same thing because there was a 3D version of every like yeah, Donkey Kong right. and Castlevania and just everything. So, but I actually don't think Kirby ever had a 3D platformer. Um, I think this is the first one, and it looks really good. It looks like uh, I think Sean called it Kirby Odyssey because it looks like oh, Mario Odyssey, yeah, which yeah. it totally does, I mean, which is rad. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I'm I'm big excited for that Kirby in the Forgotten Land. That's supposed to be next spring. Um, and then Monster Hunter Rise is getting a big DLC. I'm not a Monster Hunter person, so I wasn't too super excited. Bayonetta Mario Golf getting new content. Extremely care though that they closed the. I know a lot of people. Like, yeah, man, a lot of people were excited. Have for you that. played the Bayonetta games yet? No, and I've always wanted oh, to. Dude, they are so fucking good. I should pick them up because they're like twenty bucks or something. Like aren't even they? yeah, I mean like the, those are the kind of games. That, like even if you, I, I I would just throw it on like ultra super easy and just play through it just to see like the set mm-hmm. pieces and like the crazy yeah. plot and everything else. Like, right. like if you don't jive with like those kind of like fast combat combo games, like yeah. you can turn it on. Like they, they have so many difficulty modes. It's crazy. Like you can, they even, I think the switch version even has a touchscreen mode where you can just like tap the things you want to die and you're in mm-hmm. being at all just kind of like do her thing. And you just kind of, it's like very cinematic and stuff. So, right. Yeah, I need to do that someday. But excited along with a, a billion other um, games, but um, and then uh, kind of a big surprise to everyone was the Act Razor remake. Oh yeah, which I don't think anybody was really. I know. Expecting. So for me, like that was my favorite Super Nintendo games because it was like it kind of like hit all the buttons of like kind of a strategic sort of simulation yeah. RP. It was like everything that I liked, and it was yeah. um, it was short enough that you could like play through it in an afternoon. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know, was, I just played the shit out of that game as a kid. Super unique, too. It's not like there was a yeah. lot of, like, here's a platforming strategy game, or you know what I mean? So, um, pretty cool that they brought that back, and um, Shadow dropped it, launched during the Direct, yeah, or I know. right I after was like, it. I was like, oh, damn, um, this is cool, I can't wait to play it, like, when it comes out, yeah. whatever, and, and they're it's like, also oh, it's on, on the eShop now. <laughs> it's on every platform, too, um, including mobile, which I thought was kind of interesting. Oh, it's on mobile, and the too? Mo- Really? Yeah, it, the iOS version was only twenty bucks compared to thirty on everything else because for some reason mobile games need to be cheaper. Huh. But um, yeah, kind of cool that uh, it's on everything. So um, that was neat. Uh, the Shadowrun trilogy I thought was a cool announcement because those games are cool. And then Castlevania Advance had leaked, so everyone kind of knew it was coming. But good to see that it's real. And those Game Boy Advance Castlevania games are chef's kiss. Oh, dude, they're outstanding. Um, yeah. Um, so I would say. The of the three, Harmony of Dissonance is probably the weakest yeah. game. But I, at the yeah. same time, I was talking to a friend of mine about this yesterday. I was not like, like, I don't bad though. Yeah, I don't know if if Harmony of Dissonance is like a not great Castlevania game, or if like the other two, Circle of the Moon and Area of Sorrow, are just so fucking good that like yeah. grading on a curve, like Harmony of Dissonance just gets an F. You know, like no, I think Area of Sorrow's it's maybe might be the best Castlevania game. Uh, at least the Metroidvania Castlevania games. Yeah. And um, so it's really hard to be compared next to those. There's a um, Nintendo DS uh, uh, Castlevania game that it was the sequel to that, that uh, Dawn, of Sor- Dawn of Sorrow, I think. Yeah, Dawn of Sorrow um, is a sequel, yeah. That I would say is a little bit better than Area of Sorrow because mm-hmm. like they just took mm-hmm. like the foundation of Area of Sorrow and just made it like yeah. ever so slightly cooler. But, yeah, you know, DS stuff. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that there's a DS compilation too um because those games are all really good and worth playing and um 
you would have basically i think uh it would be it would be interesting if they did ds stuff with nintendo online because you know, like the switch has a touch screen right but if they did the screens so they were like next to each other or something like that you know because it's got a yeah wider screen Hold it vertical I think, man i think those are four by three right yeah uh actually i don't know but um yeah that would be i would love if they brought the ds's to the switch online that'd be really cool there's really not there's a lot of I mean, you can run DS emulators and stuff like that, but I feel like it's n- not a great ideal experience or whatever. Yeah. But um. And you know, if you yeah, uh, yeah. if you got an RG three fifty one V or family of emulator machines, most games emulate yeah. really well. Just throwing yeah, that out right. there, because yeah. I recently <laughs> played through all three of them before I yeah. even knew this was a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. The the that's. The, tempting to do too because um i had been planning on replaying the gba castlevanias on my my rg but um the bonus stuff that comes in this compilation oh, yeah, is I really know. really like, good oh, damn like I, um yeah yeah there's like some really helpful stuff and um so it's going to be and and the other thing is that it's a twenty dollar compilation which i yeah. think is a really killer price for such so many good games they even threw in the super nintendo's dracula x which is an odd game, but not a bad one. It's just weird because it's based off of a better game, Rondo of Blood. Yeah. And it's kind of a hacked down weird version of that. But um yeah, overall the Castlevania collection is a good pickup. Twenty bucks, lots of good gaming in there, yeah. and lots of good bonus features. I feel like compilations screw that up sometimes where it's yeah, like, it, dude, I could play these games anywhere else. I play them here because you give me cool bonuses. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, and the, the cool thing about crap or features. The, the cool thing about Castlevania Circle of the Moon that I don't think a lot of people know about because it came out so early in the Game Boy Advance life cycle, and I I just like don't yeah. think a lot of people played that game compared to like Area of Sorrow and stuff. Is that mm-hmm. um, so when you once you beat the game, uh, you unlock like different classes more or less, mm-hmm. um, and and these different classes like soup up the different abilities of your guy. You know, like mm-hmm. so for instance. Um, and I don't remember the order that these come in, but like, so, so, you know, you beat one and you get, I think it's called like the sorcerer class or something like that. And what that does is like, mm-hmm. it makes your magic like super powerful. And I think you start the game with all the magic spells, but mm-hmm. your, um, your actually like melee attacks are like basically useless. Mm-hmm. And then there's, um, there's one where it's like the secondary weapons you pick up, you know, like the, the, um, like the holy water and shit like that are yeah. extremely powerful and everything else is, mm-hmm pretty mm-hmm. lame and it like it makes you um kind of approach the game and everything like extremely differently which i it's i think is pretty unique for a castlevania game mm-hmm. but um, yeah i uh haven't played i played all three of the gba games but haven't played them since they were new at the time so oh, it's like oh, 20 dude. years now yeah. no they're, they're um, outstanding. i don't think i ever tried to replay them at any point in time but loved them when they first came out and like consumed them like all in a yeah. big you know, you know marathon I, session another another set of gba games that are, are very easy to emulate that have aged flawlessly are the metroid gba games yeah i actually like fusion I and zero mission. zero mission yeah so fucking yeah. good it's like ridiculous that, that, that yeah, game my could plan be was to, uh, like released today and everyone be like damn yeah. this is amazing you know i know yeah zero mission is i'm actually i i am um on the mother brain fight where and then after that you have to like escape or whatever um that whole bonus part they they added that's just kind of whatevs but zero mission was so much fun to play through and my goal was to play through all the main lines in anticipation of the new metroid yeah dread which comes out next month i think it's super soon like a couple weeks yeah um which is pretty wild and they showed a new trailer for that during the direct which was pretty cool but, oh, um, one thing that was, that was really <clears throat> surprising to me in this is that so Squaresoft released that um, uh, triangle strategy uh, yeah, saga or whatever demo. the initial yeah. title was. And yeah. like it was cool, but like people had a lot of complaints about the game that I thought were like extremely valid after playing through. Like I uh, there is a uh, lot of stuff in it that like just kind of annoyed me so much that I just kind of churned out of you know the demo mm-hmm. and i was like i don't even know if i want this one but like um i was really really surprised to see that like the uh the way they talked about this game during the direct was like hey we listened to like all the feedback of the demo and like check out all the shit that we fixed and more yeah and i was yeah. like oh shit like that's really cool that they did that like that's I, the way to do it <laughs> yeah i mean i hope that that happens more because like that is amazing because like usually what would happen is like <clears throat> you know a game like this would come out people would bitch about it um 
And then like either the sales would suffer and then they like might release yeah. a patch like a year later after everyone already like stopped caring about the game that right. fixed it or whatever. So it's cool that like that happened before it even came out. Yeah. I hope that's a common thing going forward with all games really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall it was a good, a good direct, um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that really stuck out at me. Um, uh, Delta rune chapter two, if you're into, uh, Oh yeah. I, I still need to play Undertale. Oh, dude, Undertale is yeah. like one of the best games I've yeah. played. Like that's what not even joking. Said. Yeah. Why is that not on mobile? That feels like it should be on mobile. I think game. it's a situation where it's in like some wacky engine, like, that just uh, would need to be completely yeah. remade because uh, of mobile yeah. or something weird like that. Um, yeah, I could see that. Uh, another game I've been I've wanted to play because everyone talks about Disco Elysium coming. Yeah, same. Um, same to Switch, fun. which yeah. that that should be cool. Knights of the Old Republic can never be mad at having that or another. Well, platform. so I, it was funny as I, I was talking to my my buddies I play Call of Duty with. I was like, oh man, like mm-hmm. yeah, I think this fucking Kotor remake is going to be what gets me to buy a PS5. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they announced this, and I was like, hmm, like, I really don't care about the remake. I just kind of just wanted to play it again. <laughs> yeah. And I almost assuredly will play this more on the Switch than I would on a PS5. So, yeah, right. There you go. Cool. Um, yeah, that comes out uh, November 11th, and you can pre order it I now. I could but just replay it on my phone, too. But I, I feel like the phone version is so good, but also, I don't know. It's, it's nice to have buttons sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of it for anything that really uh, tickled Shadow my fancy. Run, but the Shadowrun trilogy really is good... uh, games I've always wanted to play, and I will buy this and probably never launch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, there you go. One of those. At least you're supporting the the effort. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, in the meantime, I really I want to play the Bayonettas because been meaning to do that for really a long good. time, and then outstanding. Really excited for the Kirby, and then um, I'll probably buy that Castlevania collection because it's only $20. I'm curious how... And then I'll, um, I'll replay them on the RG so I can get achievements. There you go. Yeah, the, the Voice of Cards game that they showed looked cool. Like, that's that's a real wait and see for me, because, like, that could be that's, really neat or, like, just really fucking weird. I felt like I was going to fall asleep during that section. Oh, like, the narrator, me, just everything, oh, I was like, oh, it, God. It reminded me of, boring. like, if you, if you took, like, the concept of Reigns, but uh-huh, it was like, uh-huh. all right, let's make this into, like, a bigger, more kind of in-depth game which i don't maybe i'm just yeah. imagining that yeah. but i don't know yeah i hope they release a demo because that's that's one of those games where i'd like love to try it but i don't know if i'll like like yeah. it enough to that's not the one it. that had a was there a demo released oh yeah today the oh demo is there a demo oh, cool. the, the day of the thing so there should be a demo right now okay cool perfect um but yeah i that's just not my thing which i'm fine with i can see other people getting excited for it but when, during that whole part i was like not for me. I don't get any of this. I yeah. am over it. But um, so anyway, yeah, that was the cool Nintendo Direct this month, or the latest one, I guess. And then there's another Animal Crossing one scheduled, which seems weird that they'd have a whole direct for Animal Crossing unless they got a lot of stuff yeah, planned. Right? Like I hope it's like um, a very substantial update, like a big expansion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they have a separate Smash Direct coming too, where the final smash character will be announced i thought it was funny nintendo's pretty notorious for doing this but they swerved everybody everybody was pretty sure the final character would get announced during this direct and they were kind of like all right the new character is going to be announced next month at a different (laughs) direct and everyone's like oh fuck you nintendo but um so it'll be interesting to see who that is and see people be mad about whoever the whoever ends up being. I'm, i'm curious so my um my my extreme uh unlikely bet that i'll put on this animal crossing thing is um instituting some kind of like battle pass like season functionality that you can buy because mm-hmm. like that'd be kind of cool that I, I just like cannot believe they haven't done that because like it's such a such a perfect game for just like paying five bucks getting like a million objectives to work towards for like all these mm-hmm. dumb little things yeah and just yeah. unlocking like weird little like recipes and Mm-hmm. decorations and like i mean it just seems like one of those things where it's like how have they not done this you mm-hmm. know yeah animal crossing is a service i don't know yeah i, don't know. I mean i don't know what they call it, you know like uh, season pass or like, like the battle pass mechanic but not a battle pass you know like right right kind of thing yeah we'll see i haven't played that game in a year so. Yeah, I totally just ran out of things to do in it, you know, and they same. I they, think I fired it up in the not the last big expansion, but yeah, where you can go swimming. Was like, yeah, and I was just like, oh, this is cool, but I just kind of don't really care right. anymore. 
Right. All my villagers are mad at me anyway. So because yeah. I like, was where gone. Where you been, you piece of shit? You left us in this weed-filled yeah, hellhole. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so yeah, that's everything I had to talk about this week. And uh, look at that. We're like over an hour anyway. Yeah, my iPhone. So much for having a short episode. My iPhone just finished updating. Uh, so now it's oh, downloading cool. all the apps. A bajillion things. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Um, so let's wrap this guy up. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. And as always, Touch Arcade is primarily supported through our listeners and our readers and our viewers. So if you like what we do, want to see us continue doing it, please check out patreon.com forward slash Touch Arcade and consider throwing a little support our way. You can also help us out by visiting toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon before you buy anything off of Amazon. And that would be really cool. Um, also, you can shoot us an email at podcast at toucharcade.com. We like getting emails. It's been a few weeks since we got anything. So uh, is that your new is that your new phone right there you're taking a picture with? Yeah, I was just trying to checking out the 3X. Mm, the yeah. 3X. Ooh, Mr. Triple Camera Guy. Macro um, mode is cool. Yeah, works yeah. really well. So with all that said, thanks again for listening, and we'll be back with another episode of the Touch Arcade Show next week. See ya.